this is a retry, a retry, cause my last recording of thirty some odd minutes did not save. So, I'm gonna just give you a brief synopsis of what I talked about for thirty minutes the last time. Uh, when it comes to social media, I feel like we are so enamored by what we are presented with in social media that we have lost ourselves to a certain extent. And I really wanted to dive into the fact that we need to not let our children be consumed by social media. Um, Working in the restaurant business, I've seen a lot of children with tablets in their faces or cell phones. And even as adults, we've become imprisoned by social media. I found myself at one point before I would even... Um, say what I'm grateful for every morning I would pop open Facebook or Instagram I had gotten to the point to where I was even measuring my life against others on social media because things were happening for others that wasn't happening for me and I'm like what makes me not so deserving of love Everybody else has it, you know. Why can't I have a, a kid or, or or a marriage? Everybody else has one. People you wouldn't even think, um, you know, would have been in a relationship or being married or have a baby, have it. So I had to kind of limit myself to um, what I allow myself to do with social media. Um, the main thing I wanted to address is the fact that social media controls our everyday lifestyle. We let social media, social media tell us how to dress, what size we should be, um, what to eat, what to drink, um, what shoes to wear. We let it dictate to us, um, how we should conduct our day-to-day lives and we're cheating ourselves. We're becoming, I want to say, robotic in a sense. Because we see so many, you know, Instagram stars, celebrities or whatnot. They have million plus followers. I don't need all them people knowing what I got going on in my day-to-day life. I don't feel like I need to share my day-to-day life with a million and something followers. Somebody laughed at me the other day. It's like, all you got is such and such many followers. Duh. That's only because I allow, I don't want that many followers. I don't know that many people. Why would I open up my life to millions of people that I don't have a connection with? That's one I might not ever meet. I'm going to come from it at about three different angles here. Because I feel like. We are exposing children to social media too early. We are, we are as women, imprisoned by social media. And that um, we are, you know, using social media as, as a wrong tool. Social media should be an avenue to where we en- enlighten people. We open people's eyes to different topics that, you know, that they might not be aware of we should use social media to uplift people to not drag them down to not um, demoralize people because they're not in with the latest trend 
um, make them feel like they're less of a person if they're not a size zero and fitting into infant toddler clothes. Um, <laughs> that's retarded. But I'm saying, I mean, they look at you and say, you know, when I was growing up, plus size used to be uh, 18. I mean, like 20, 22, 24 was considered plus size. Now plus size is considered 16, 14, 16, 18 with in, in sizes with women. And I'm like, really? I'm like, oh, we're not all created to look the same, people, women. We're not all created to have snatched waist or um, big breasts or big behinds. It's genetics. The way your mama look, your grandmama look, your granddaddy, all that's passed down to you. Look at my family. On my daddy's side, we don't have no butts. None. We were skipped in that line. Do you see me trying to go get butt implants? I do squats for my overall health. I walk for my overall health. I get on that treadmill for my overall health to reduce my, my risk of diabetes and cholesterol and high blood pressure and stroke and heart attack and cancer. That's why I control what I eat, how much I eat of it, how much I work out. It's not because social media is telling me to. My body telling me to. I don't want to be con confined to high blood pressure pills or cholesterol pills for the rest of my life. I don't want to have to be on insulin shots and diabetic medication because of, you know, for kicks and giggles. I don't want to be on that. I want to live the way I live because I choose to live it, not because of what social media says is most popular. I don't want to look on social media and says, you know what? I like the way she's shaped. Let me go to the nearest Dr. Miami or plastic surgeon. Let me let him cut me, nip me, tuck me to make me look like the way her body shaped. Nah, I ain't got to do all that. I don't have to have the latest pair of shoes. I don't have to have the latest, clo latest clothing item, the hippest, the most on trend. I wear what I want to wear. If I want to wear tennis shoes, shorts, and a t-shirt, guess what? I'm going to rock that. If I want to dress up in my, my, um, my wedges, put on a pretty dress, wear my makeup, and put on jewelry, I'm going to rock that too. Be comfortable in your own skin. Stop letting social media dictate to you how you should look and how you should dress, what your children should look like, what your husband should look like. What your wife should look like. Don't let social media tell you the type of man you should date. Or the type of woman you should date. It has a way of doing that too. You see so many couples. You know. They on social media. And they were like. Oh we're so happy. We're so happy. We're this. We're that. We're doing things. We're doing big things. Not knowing. That they at home. He got so many fist. Holes in the wall. She done broke up half of her china and they miserable, but they put on the front for social media for everybody else to see. I found I felt victim to comparing myself to some people on social media because I felt like I wasn't at a point in my life to where I was completely happy with myself. Like I still I'm achieving goals, but there's this one, two things that I'm lacking that I really want to achieve. 
And I would find myself depressed because I was looking at everybody else's life on social media. It's like, man, she my age and she got married. Why can't I find somebody? So I took a break from social media. I fast social media. It wasn't before the week. But I had to. For my sanity, for my mental health and stability, I had to let it go for a week. Most people can't even let it go for an hour. How many people can say, I didn't log on, I didn't check my Facebook for a whole day? That I didn't check my Instagram for a whole day? If you can say that and genuinely be honest about it, kudos. Push it for two weeks. Push it for a, a, a couple of days and see how far you get. To see how much less stressed you will be about what's going on in your life. Because as I look around my surroundings, I have everything I need. I might not have what I want, but I have what I need. And in due time, the things that I want and desire, it will fall into place. But it ain't going to be because social media dictated it. It won't be because I done, um, watched it on social media so much that it done jumped into my presence. It's going to be because I willed it to happen myself. I prayed on it. I repeated it every single day. I read my list of things that I want every single day. Social media has our kids by the, by the collar. It tells them <clears throat> what's popular, what's the popular dance, what's the popular movies to watch, everything. The kids are so encaptured by social media. It's almost at an alarming rate what is being presented to the children through social media. So parents, y'all got to kind of control you know, get back control over the kids, you know, make them understand that, hey, it's more to life than having the latest pair of shoes. You know, it's more to life than having this style of clothing. Social media has us by the collar and it's time for us to break loose, to break the the cycle of. That thing called social media. It has its benefits and it has its downfalls. Like, I like relationship type stuff, quotes, encouraging things about relationship because that's what I'm going through right now. I need to see something that's going to uplift me and keep me encouraged. I like to see things about travel destinations because that's what I want to do. I want to travel to those destinations. So I'm going to surround myself by that type of stuff. Because sometimes I need to be encouraged and say you won't be single for the rest of your life. That that guy's going to come into your life and he's going to embrace you for who you are and admire you for what you've accomplished and how far you come in your life. My thoughts, that's, that's my thoughts on social media. I don't have to have a million and three views, likes. Friends, followers, I don't need all that. My circle rounded, my circle small in real life. I can count on my two hands the amount of people I call friend. 
I don't accept a lot of people in my life because a lot of people can speak life into your situation. They can speak death into your situation. So you have to even be mindful who you surround yourself with. So I don't want a whole bunch of people peeping into my life through social media. Mm-mm. They'll need to see everything because they can be wishing your downfall. Why, as you posting your picture saying, oh, I enjoy my cruise. They probably were sitting back looking. I wish the boat was sank. You know what I'm saying? You have to watch what you allow to be seen through social media. I know a lot of people don't post their children. I see a lot of people posting their children. It upsets me. Especially when I see little babies in diapers and half-naked children on social media. I wish Facebook would throw every last person in jail that posts a half-naked picture of their child on Facebook. That's not for the world to see. Babies in bathtubs. You got a lot of creeps out there. Pedophiles. Men and women alike that are watching that, lusting after little children. Because we always want to put it on all the men, but I guarantee you there's a woman with a twisted mind as well. Be careful what you post on for social media, people. Break the chain from social media. Take a break. Not be on there for two weeks. Let it miss you, not you miss it. You don't have to know what's going on in, in the next town over, what's, what latest party jumping, what the latest rapper got going on, what the latest uh, Instagram celebrity got going on. Watch the news. Watch CNN, Fox News, whatever you prefer. Be abreast on what's going on in the real world. Because social media is fake. There's a lot of fakeness on social media. People only going to present what they want you to believe and see. Trust and believe that. Signing off. I forgot to formally introduce myself. I am Natalie Nicole Brayton. Born March 26, 1981 at 12 o'clock p.m., maybe six minutes after. Who knows? Anyway, one child was born of this union between my mother and my father. And I have three other siblings who all have three different mothers. So, yes, my daddy had four kids by four different women. I judge him not. I did ask him at what point in time, what were you thinking? Because two of his children are literally months apart. But that's neither here or there. I just thought I would give you a brief description of who I am as an individual. My moral concepts and my ideals set me apart from many women in the world. I have been... Single for, I would say, 97% of my life, if I want to rate it in years, because you know I was only in a relationship for three years. My first one, um, I've achieved many goals in my life. Um, some might deem it unimportant. Some might deem it important. You know, I work full time, achieving two degrees. I have... Not been to many 
states in the country, but I've been to a few. I've learned to do things by myself, visit places by myself, go on vacations by myself. There are a lot of things that I view in life that are very important. Family is one of them. Um, You have to have somebody to watch your back. So I believe in the core concept of family. I would like to have one one day. Um, I believe in marriage in its pure form. I believe that many people avoid who they really gel with because of the outward appearance of, you know, what they find acceptable, what society tells them is acceptable and not acceptable. That's neither here or there. It's a podcast um, share I posted not too long ago. But me as a person, I love to laugh. I love hard. I care hard. I love to sing. I love to be in the presence of good people. I love to um, travel now. I love to watch CNN. It puts me to sleep. So the sports center, either or. One of those will be on the television before I close my eyes. Um, I have a weird sense of humor. Not many people take the time to get to know that, but that's on them. I have a great personality. I'm shy and timid at first. But once you get to know me, you break past that semi-thick layer of ice. You'll see she's pretty dope. Pretty cool to hang out with, you know. Uh, Lice have presented its many challenges. Um, I've had some peaks and valleys. Seem like I've had more valleys than peaks. You know, but who's keeping track? Um, I love love stories. I love action movies. I love karate movies. I love documentaries. I love documentaries about sports, athletes. Um, I love food documentaries. I love documentaries that open your eyes to see things in a different light than you would normally see them. I love comedy movies. I love movies about sports. Um, I love family type movies. Kind of hooked on Marvel type movies right about now. I love the Avengers and I've seen Black Panther recently. Yes, I am late. Watching Black Panther, don't judge me. Um, I am me. I am who I am. Um, my views are age old. Um, my a lot of my views on marriage and relationships are like essential. I believe I'm way ahead of my time. A lot of women my age or younger do not view relationships as marriage and marriage as I view them. Um, that what set me apart from everybody else. And it also intimidate a lot of people, I guess. But um, that's who I am. Now, when it comes to the things that I'm going to share on my podcast... It's going to be a, a wide variety of things. Sometimes it might seem like I'm talking more about relationships and and those types of things about children, about um, 
what we expose the youth to because that's stuff that is kind of leaning on my heart at the time. You might hear me fuss about or rant about um, sports, um, basketball. When that starts, you're going to see a lot of podcasts about that. But I'm going to try to keep it to a certain interest. And that's going to be based off some physiological and psychological things when it comes to the inner workings of a person. Um, I want to dive into karma um, in some of my podcasts, you know, being mindful of how you treat people. You know, it can be simple as how you treat people in friendships, relationships, family, co-workers, um, from a business to business perspective. Um, it's a lot of things that you can talk about when it comes to karma, because I feel like, you know, you have to mind how you treat people. It can be instant, you know, or it can be delayed. Karma doesn't react when we want it to react. You know what I'm saying? It, it comes when it deems necessary. We can't say, oh, because she did me this a minute ago. She just instantly received the karma, the bad karma that she just put out. No, it'll be about 10, 12 years down the line. Sometimes it's instant for some people and sometimes it's delayed. You know, we can't make that judgment call. So I'm vowing to sow good seeds constantly, every day, all day. Being mindful of how I treat others. Um, to not play with people and their emotions. To always be mindful of people's conscious level. Because a lot of people don't do that. Um, you have to be aware of who you're dealing with. And you either accept them for who they are or you keep it moving. My advice to anybody when it comes to anything. Don't push. Don't press. Don't force something. It can be on your job. If if you're going to have that promotion, you're going to get it. You ain't got to outdo and and make it be known that you're working harder than everybody else. If it's for you, it's going to be for you. Continue to do what you do. You don't have to force relationships, friendships. You don't have to chase people down. You don't have to run behind people. If it's going to be, it's going to be. And I've learned this in the last past three years, four years. I'm done. You know, as a person, I've been through too much. And, you know, you have to come to a place where the cycle stops. I've touched on that tonight as well. Um, So, I forgot to introduce myself. And this is me introducing myself. I feel like you should get to know a person and about what they about before you actually begin to listen to what they have to say on about different topics. You're going to learn a lot about me as an individual based off my opinion about different things. So just be mindful. I'm going to be speaking a lot of facts. A lot of people are like, you're not old enough to know about these things or talk about these things. I have the mindset that you have. 
It's just how I always view things. So this is me, Natalie. And I hope y'all enjoy the podcast to come. And good night. Something has been brewing on my mind that I need clarification on. What is courtship nowadays? Because I knew, like, growing up, hearing my grandmother talk about it, hearing my aunts aunts and uncles talk about it, like, courtship was really serious. You didn't come to the house without getting out the car and coming knocking on the door and asking the father, can you take their daughter out? Um, it was a lengthy process. Nowadays, the courtship has been lost. We jump from one unsuccessful relationship to another. Mainly because we won't fix the root problem, which is sometimes ourselves. We feel like, oh, well, the next person will like me and love this part of me and, you know, it won't be an issue. So let me not fix this thing and let's just go to the next person. Then when it doesn't work out with that person, let me go. Let's try to find somebody else. Rarely do we take the time to work on ourselves and make ourselves a better individual for whomever is to come. But I just don't see a lot of people courting this day and age. I see a lot of fast relationships. I see a lot of people um, rushing things and kind of regretting it in the long run. So I have some questions. What are the standards? What? Do people deem acceptable courtships? Like, do you establish a foundation nowadays? Is there a foundation of friendship? Or is there a foundation of friendship with benefits? Because I feel like that's where courtship is right now. You know, the foundation of friendship is established, but then they want to tie in some benefits of a relationship into their friendship. That confuses the the whole idea of courtship. That blurs so many lines till it's ridiculous. So my thing is, I have a lot of questions. Like if it's a genuine courtship, how long does the courtship last? Who in the in the courtship determines when the courtship is over? You know, according to the scripture, Proverbs, I think it is, says that when a man findeth a wife, findeth the wife, he findeth a good thing. But it don't tell us how long it took the man to find the wife. It doesn't go into detail of how long the courtship lasts. You know, we can go dive dive into history and look at di- all the different cultures of courtship. You know, how the Indians, the West Indians courted you know, or how the African culture um, courted. You know, some some cultures you 
You had to bring a, a, a offering. You had to bring your the best of the best to that family in order to be able to even express an interest in that individual. I mean, in a lot of countries, people take it seriously, you know, and I think nowadays we don't take courtship seriously. It's just like, okay, we meet somebody. She cool. He cool. You know, let's see how it goes. Let's, you know, let's chit chat for a little while. Um, or let me only chit chat with her for like two weeks and then determine, oh, well, moving on. You know what I'm saying? So my question is to ladies, how long will you let a guy court you? Like, what is your time frame before you say, okay, it's not going anywhere. Nothing is established. Let me move on. Cause some women are hanging there for a long time. I'm like, okay, if he hasn't established a relationship and we still stuck in the friendship, but he's not, you know, trying to take it no further Then what do I do? You know, and then men, how long do you court a woman before you say, okay, it's time to take it to the next level. See, these are things that have to be discussed because if you don't ask these questions, you never know. When I look at different people in my family, you know, my uncles have been with their significant others for 20 plus years, you know, and I admire that I was riding home with my uncle tonight from the hospital visiting one of my other uncles. And he said, a lot of people just don't realize they want it. They want marriage. Oh, they feel like it's going to be the best thing that ever happened to them. You know, it's all joy and smiles and, you know, but that's hard work. He say it is work. He say it ain't always going to be good times. It's not always going to be, you know, joyful times. But a lot of people walk into it expecting that. They expect that picture-perfect marriage. If you marry your best friend, you already going to know that person. That person going to know you like the back of their hand. They going to know what buttons to push. They going to know what makes you tick, what makes you smile, what makes you cry. Because they've taken the time to get to know you from, from your head to your toe, from your brain to your pinky bone toe or if you got a pinky bone toe whatever you want to call it but they know you from the inside out so entering that marriage is just a plus because you're willing to spend the rest of your life with somebody you've truly gotten to know you know what shoot if i had a chance i'll push her out the bed right now and won't even think twice about it you know what i'm saying but that's that love you have for that person that you go always know that you ain't gonna never ever 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 Lose that love for that person, but you're going to have times where you really don't like them. And they're going to get on your nerves. And you're going to want to, you know, like I say, push them out the bed or pull their chair from underneath them from time to time. Or, um, you know, just do something silly. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, because my uncles have always told me, it's work. Marriage is work. That hasn't deterred me from wanting to do it the proper way. Like, I'm not going to want to rush into anything. I'm glad that I had that three-year experience because it taught me to not settle. 
you know what to accept. You know when that man come into your life, he going to already know how to take care of his responsibility. Because he's going to be taught. You ain't going to have to teach him. You shouldn't have to teach him. Point blank and period. So my thing is, like I said, the question is, one, how long does the courtship supposed to last? Two, who determines when the courtship is over and then it goes to the next level? Three, what is the courtship these days? Like, what's the definition of the modern day courtship? We let all these dating websites put us together. But what's the modern day courtship? Because biblically, it tells us women that we shouldn't be looking for our husband. Our husband is going to find us. We should be preparing ourselves for our husband. And when I talk to a lot of young women today, let me tell you, they focus is mainly being able to please that man sexually. Their focus is not, let me learn how to cook. Let me learn how to maintain my household. Let me learn how to, you know, if my husband got a hole in his sock, in his favorite sock, and he don't want to wear no other pair, let me know how to mend that hole in his sock. So he won't have to throw away his favorite pair of socks. Or let me know how to sew a button on his shirt. Let me know how to cook his favorite meal that his mom used to cook. Let me go to his mom and say, hey, teach me how to cook your son's favorite meal. So he won't always have to call you to fix it for him. Because it says when a man finds a wife, he don't no longer cling to his mom. That's gone. Like. That bond, you know, that bond will never be broken, but the apron string is cut. He's no longer tied to his mother. He's tied to his wife. So he shouldn't have to call his mom and say, Mom, my shirt got a big old hole in it. My favorite shirt. Can you sew it up for me? Uh, Mama, can you make me some red beans and rice? Come old lady don't know how to cook. No. Come on, man. Women. Young girls. Learn this stuff. You know, he shouldn't have to call his mama for every little simple thing you should know how to do. But going back to courtships, I, that's just a question I should, I, I've always had nowadays. Because I've seen working around young people that have a boyfriend for two weeks, maybe two months. What happened? Oh, I found out he was like this and I don't like that about him. Or he found out this about me and he don't like that. So we broke up. Did y'all not take the time to get to know each other prior to getting in the relationship? How long did you take your, take the time to get to know him? Did you sleep with him first and then y'all start talking? Or were you friends for at least a minute? We got to determine what's acceptable in the courtship. So everything can be back on track. You look at the divorce rate. It's skyrocketing. People don't know. People don't value marriage. They don't believe in the the sanctity of marriage anymore. So many women have been burned. So many men have been scorned by the whole idea of marriage. Because we we've jumped into situations with people who wasn't ready. Who hasn't basically, you know, 
fulfilled their life and feel that they have done everything that they needed to do and now they they ready to settle down you're together for two three years and then you're so madly in love for the first two years of the relationship you get married and then now all of a sudden it's over what happened did you not find out everything that you need to know in that process of getting to know that person because after that length of time, after a year of dating them, you should know whether you want to marry them or not. You're not marrying them because of it's your duty or you're being forced. You're marrying them because you want to. Somebody please help me. Help me understand that, that, the modern day courtship because I'm not understanding <laughs> what everybody else think, deems acceptable in courtship. I just find out that now I can rant and I can discuss things and maybe somebody will comment. Maybe somebody won't. But I mean, where has it gone? Where do we fall short as a, as a race of people, not even as black people, but as a human race, where do we fall short? I can discuss this all day long because I am baffled. I'm confused. I am at a point to where I'm like, well, should I adapt the modern day courtship? Should I just, you know, link up with any, anybody, any and everybody and just say, let's try to see if it's going to work. Or should I stick to my common, my common values and my common core and say, I want to be, Married to my best friend. I want to be able to, in the hard times, look at him and be like, I can't believe, but I love you anyway. You know what I'm saying? Or you can just sit there and look at each other and laugh about silly stuff, nothing. Like my uncle say, it's going to be work. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tested. It's going to be tried. But it will be true. You understand what I'm saying? If you do it right, it'll be true. It'll be the best thing that ever happened to you. Like he said, he couldn't imagine doing it with nobody else. He couldn't imagine taking this marriage journey with nobody else but his wife. And when a man says that, that speaks volumes. Because we know as you know, men can have sometimes can have any woman they want to. Women can have any man they want to sometimes. But when you meet that one person, that if they get on your nerves and you still say, you know, she cool beans. Or she can say some dumb stuff that really get under my skin. But for some odd reason, I can't shake. You know, I still talk to her. I still, you know, text to communicate. I still want to see her. I still want to drive 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, two hours to be with him if I have to. You know, that's the type of stuff that makes good relationships. I was told that men wasn't allowed to honk their horn for the woman to come outside. They had to come up to the door, knock. And ask for her to come out on a date. 
Nowadays, boop, the horn is tooted, the girl run outside, and it's acceptable. The door is not even open for her no more. She opened up her own door. Somewhere down the line, courtship has been lost and has been reimagined. It has been redirected. It has been regenerated. It has been reformed. The definition have changed and it's has it has created a lot of failed relationships. Failed relationships, failed marriages, and somewhere along the line, we got to get it back together. We have to get to the common root of the issue and fix it. Because we're setting in front of children, we're setting an example that it's okay to be in 20 million relationships. That it's okay to have these different people come in and out of your lives and, and pouring into you their, their energy. We're, we're setting that example before children. So when their generation come up and it's time for them to start courting and dating, the courtship process is diminished even the more. It's disappearing. Everything now is FaceTiming and um, text messaging. We used to talk on the phone. I'm, I mean, like as teenagers, we used to talk on the phone for hours. Before they even were cell phones, back in the day, they used to talk on the house phone. You used to be mad because you couldn't click over to see who else was calling. Your mama had you off the phone at 9 o'clock. You wasn't on the phone after 10. Now, you're emailing, you're text messaging, you're um, video calling, and um, all this type of stuff. We're hiding behind telephones. And video cameras. Where has courtship gone? Where are the gentlemen? Where are the women who carry themselves in such esteem that makes them worthy of dating a gentleman? Because nowadays, women, we don't require a man to be a gentleman. We accept whatever the norm is. He don't have God. That's old fashioned a man opening the door for you. That's old fashioned a man bringing you flowers every day. That's old fashioned for him to pull your chair out. Ain't nobody doing that no more. Oh, that's respect. That's not old fashioned. That's respect. That's him honoring you. Where has the courtship gone? I don't understand it. Sometimes you couldn't even go on a date by yourself. Even in your 1920s, you had a, a chaperone. They were, old people weren't playing that. You had your little brother, your little sister with you. How, how many people? See, I, don't, I ain't go around my siblings. So when I went on a date, I ain't had nobody. A couple of days that I did go on, but that's neither here nor there. But. You couldn't go nowhere without your little brother or your little sister in the car. And they was telling mama and daddy everything. Ooh, they held hands for like 20 minutes. He tried to sneak a kiss and all this type of stuff. Oh, no, babe. You wasn't going on no date by yourself. 
And you had to have her back in the house at a certain time. Now, they don't have no respect. They're dragging the children in at 2 o'clock in the morning. Parents sleep. They don't know what's going on. I just want to know what what the meaning of courtship is these days. Can somebody answer that for me? What's the what's the foundation everybody's standing on when they build a relationship these days? What is the foundation? Is it have sex first, then get to know the person later? Or is it get to know the person first and then establish a relationship and then marriage and then become intimate? Or is it get to know the person first, establish a relationship, and then become intimate? Which way is it? Because I'm confused. I just want to know what today's definition of courtship is.